Welcome to Flippin' Awesome Coaching, a podcast designed for athletes who love a challenge and want to see just how far they can really go. I'm your host, Amy Twiggs, and the podcast starts now. Hey there, Flippin' Awesome athletes. Super excited to talk to you today, as always. Okay, listen, there's something I want to tell you. If there was a group of people who get to feel intense emotions often, that group would be competitive athletes, right? Athletes, all of them, they experience these strong emotions and sometimes they love these emotions, right? For example, when they win a huge competition or game or they get that score, that goal, that touchdown, whatever it is, they get these intense emotions and they're so excited and elated and thrilled for that win. However, that win usually comes after a lot of hard work and sweat and days in the gym and practice. There's days where you feel totally out of control mentally, even the day before a big competition, you might have all of these emotions, these intense emotions going on, and fear might be taking over. That's totally normal and okay. And we've talked a lot about fear in the last few podcasts, right? Well, I found this great um, tool that I wanted to share with you all. So this is by Dr. Daniel Siegel, a psychiatrist who coined the term, name it to tame it. Okay, and he suggests that when you don't know what to say, because I'll go to athletes sometimes and say, what are you thinking? What's happening? And they'll say, I don't know, right? That he says that when you don't know what to, to say or what to do, sometimes it's because you're experiencing these big emotions and that part of your brain that controls your ability to, to communicate um, those unique experiences, it can actually shut down and it can literally leave you speechless, Okay. So we know our emotions will drive actions, right? We talk about this. That's what I teach all the time, that your emotions, your feelings are what are driving your actions. When you feel something that, um, that emotion will either get you moving or, or stopping, you know, it will get you doing something, either it's inaction or action or reaction, okay? But when we're speechless, it's because this strong emotion coming from your amygdala, from your lower brain, is is so strong that it literally like he said leaves you speechless when the feeling is positive then you're able to move towards your goals take action towards your goals he says that positive emotions tell you what you care about and give you energy to create what you want negative emotions on the other hand they inform you about what those things are to avoid and thus they are trying to protect you right and when the emotions intense enough you actually don't even know what to say to describe it. Your higher brain's just kind of out of the picture for a second. You're not able to really state what you want to say. And sometimes after the fact, when you've had this intense emotion like anger and you've reacted to the anger, afterwards you'll think, man, I wish I hadn't reacted in that way. But in the moment, instead of communicating, you just react. So we know that when we feel fear as an athlete, then we're worried about the possibilities that might go wrong where our brain is looking for all the reasons why something might go wrong here, okay? We're afraid of the unknown, and that fear keeps us from taking or keeps you as athletes from taking action. So now Dr. Siegel calls your brain, he describes it this way to make it super simple, your upstairs brain and your downstairs brain. And I really like that because that totally makes it easy to understand. The upstairs brain is the prefrontal cortex. That's, um, that's your thinking brain, the thinking part of your brain where you're actually um, conscious and cognizant and you're aware of what's happening. 
And then there's the lower brain. That's your default brain, right? So Dr. Siegel explains it kind of like this. He says, you open the palm of your hand and you put your thumb on the inside in front of your palm, right? And your fingers are straight up. You close the fingers over the thumb. And this gives you kind of a visual of your brain. And the top part of your fist is called your cortex. Everything below, when you open up your hand, everything lower is your downstairs brain. Okay, that's just the part that has the intense emotions, the default brain part too. You lift up the, the hands and or you close the, the fingers over that, that thumb and you get the upstairs brain, your prefrontal cortex. Okay, that's your thinking part of your brain. Downstairs is your fight, flight, freeze, your emotional, your motivational type area. All right. So the studies show that when your amygdala downstairs, that brain is super active. When you're thinking, I'm scared, I'm so scared, I'm scared, then you can, you can get your, your higher brain to name that feeling from the downstairs. So when you name that emotion, so he coined the term um, name it to tame it, and I just think it's brilliant, okay? So when you can name that emotion, then you're starting to use your, your higher brain, okay, your upstairs brain. And when you do that, he says something to the effect that you're squirting soothing neurotransmitters to your downstairs brain, to your limbic right area, and it calms it down. And this is what he calls name it to tame it. So when you're agitated by some thought and it's just creating this intense emotion, what he suggests is that you connect with that emotion and then you redirect that emotion. It makes sense, right? You connect with the feeling, you identify it and become aware of it, and that feeling helps the prefrontal cortex, becoming aware of it helps the prefrontal cortex, your higher brain and your rational brain to start coming into the picture and to start organizing what is really happening. So this is what I want you to try. You open up the palm of your hand and you fold the finger, the thumb in front of your palm. and then you've become aware enough to know that you're feeling fear. So now one finger at a time, I want you to close your hand back over the downstairs brain, okay? The intense downstairs emotion, the amygdala, that is trying to take over the show and drive the action that you may not really want to be the action, okay? So example, for a gymnast, you feel fear as you're going towards bars, knowing that your bar workout is gonna include things that you may not wanna do. So you're starting to get this fear from these thoughts and it's growing stronger and stronger. And once you identify that there is something uncomfortable and strong, you inconspicuously, now you could do this, kind of open your, your hand, like Dr. Siegel says, and you'd be able to, to do this. And he suggests opening it and identifying it. And then it kind of closes on top of that fear. But what I want you to try is when you open it and identify it, then one finger at a time, I want you to describe what that fear feels like so you acknowledge the fear. And you're not saying go away to the fear because we know if we push fear away, it's going to intensify. So we're actually going to give it a second and say, this is what you feel like to me. This is where I, I, it feels tight. And as you describe it, just describe it in four different simple terms and close your finger over that fear as you describe it. This is just a thought I had, and I think it's going to work really well for some of you. So say that you feel the fear and you open up your palm and you just describe it in your head as tight, shaky maybe, 
and maybe it's in your gut and maybe it's super fast. Just doing this will get your prefrontal, your upstairs brain back into the game and calm you down a bit. And then you can start to organize your thoughts better and the drama sentences that are happening all around will slow down, okay? And just recognizing that emotion and describing it will give you some calm chemicals. It's like four squirts of soothing chemicals through your body to calm you down a bit. So if you have time and you want one final round of work to get back into the driver's seat of your workout or competition, I want you to think of one predetermined thought that you know already feels good to you. You've already tried this thought on before and it gives you a feeling that you want. You may, maybe in this case, as you're um, heading to bars, you would identify fear and describe four parts of it, how it feels. And then once your hand is closed over the intense emotion of fear, or your thumb in this case, you would try on a believable thought that you've already decided, like, I can choose what I want to believe right now. Or maybe I'm learning to move forward despite the fear. Or fear doesn't mean stop. I really like that one. Or I believe I am capable of swinging bars in a safe and beautiful manner. Right? Any of these. You just choose one and have it pre-prepared. When you know that there's something that um, creates thoughts that generate this fear beforehand, have a thought that you know already brings you some sense of a feeling of calm and confidence and determination. This is what I call self-coaching. And this is a skill I want every athlete to know how to do. Self-coaching, the ability to know yourself well enough that when the amygdala is pouring out fear, you are able to identify it as fear and one thought at a time decide if that fear is rational or irrational as you keep taking steps towards putting out that fire of fear or at least putting it into a controlled setting, keeping it in the campground area right that you've established. You acknowledge the fear and give yourself some more useful and safe thoughts to move you forward with courage. Okay, cool, huh? I think it's an awesome idea, and I loved it, so I thought I needed to share it with all of you. It's a visual you can use as athletes every day and everywhere. When you feel a super strong emotion holding you back, this could be a great tool to put in your tool bag. Hope you're able to use it and love it. So if you have any questions, join my group of athletes. We are working to apply these tools every single week. And we're doing them in all different sports. So find out more about flippinawesomecoaching.com. And remember, your athletic success, it's just a thought away. Have a flippin' awesome day, guys. We will talk to you again soon. Bye. Hey, thanks for joining me today. If you enjoyed listening or have questions about something you heard on this podcast, go to Flippin' Awesome Coaching to get your questions answered. Thanks for sharing this episode with your friends. Have a flippin' awesome week.